Joe E. Ramos III, adjunct professor of. <laughs> All right. Good morning, everybody. How's everything going? You are listening to KUIW.org, San Antonio, Texas. It is 2220. 20, no, what the heck? It's 1022. Sorry about that. I was looking at our watch here. Somebody changed it. Um, And today, again, back for one more week because they haven't fired us. The yes. Film Noobs with your host, Ronald. AJ and myself. Um, hold on, one of these mics is not on. AJ, I'm sorry, Rosa. Go ahead one more time with my name. Yeah, uh, AJ Ronald. Ronald. All right, cool. Technical difficulties. Ronaldo. We are having a little technical difficulties, uh, so bear with us this morning. For some odd reason, it's one of those days. If you follow us on Facebook. Um, we did just tag everybody, let them know that we are live. Um, you can send us a tweet on Film Noobs. We'll be on there. Or you can send me a, a little message on Facebook saying how much you adore us and want to be us because we're so awesome. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Michael Samayego, uh, John Guerra, Marvel, Uvale, um, all of us, uh, Daniel Cervantes. They were all on there when we were uh, going live on Facebook. Um, a couple of admin notes for UIW today. Um, watch parking. Parking is atrocious. <laughs> Only because one of the best events that happens every year is going to happen this weekend. Yep. And that is Light the Way. Um, Want to go through and explain Light the Way real quick? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of lights, all over trees. It's yeah. really pretty. A lot of music, a lot yeah. of eats. Yeah, music, uh, eats food trucks, uh, booths. Lots and lots of people. It basically just brings in the Christmas and New Year season with all our wonderful and beautiful Christmas lights hanging from every tree on campus, basically. Or at least on the front of campus. Yeah. If you're like me, you say Bahumbug because we haven't passed Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> Um, and that always kind of ticks me off. Yeah, I mean, we have, come on, we have to thank, you know, we have to be, be thankful. Come it's on. Like a, it's like a week early this year. So. It, but they could at least wait till midnight after Thanksgiving. That's all right, though. Again, um, Light the Way is really, really beautiful event. Um, a lot of people come over, they watch the lights, they turn on, they have music. Mm -hmm. uh, you could walk through and just enjoy yourselves. It's really, really beautiful atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, family, wholesome, fun. Um, like AJ said, uh, food trucks and other stuff there. So come on over. I think it's tomorrow when they kick yeah, off. Yeah, tomorrow. I think it starts at 5. Lights kick on at 6.30. Mm -hmm. um, as a band member, go check out the brass ensembles that will be playing around campus. Hey, watch your language. Brass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> Ronald's laughing at himself now. <laughs> he normally does that anyways. <laughs> Um, other admin notes. Uh, we have two more or three more podcasts, and then we will be taking a break for the year because the campus is closed. After that, um, please, 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 please do follow our podcast because we'll probably be announcing um, how we will be delivering um, our our little Pop, shindig yeah. here. Um, another admin note, also the fact that we are live on iTunes and Google Play as well as Podbeam and Mr. Ronald takes care of our video feed to YouTube. So we will be uploading it. We have one episode on there so far, but we will be uploading a little bit more later on 
Again, it takes time because we have to deal with uh, him graduating. Congratulations. <laughs> Finally, after 30 years, Mr. Ronald gets his bachelor's. My second one. Yeah, your second one. Because the first one, you know, he got it from the under water basket weaving through the Air Force. In jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, guys, that we need, we need to kind of touch bases on? No, because we need to touch bases on those other things first <laughs> before we tell anybody else. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, please do follow us on on uh, on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbeam, as well as Twitter and YouTube, and possibly Facebook. Probably, probably. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll take it out. But again, guys, um, we are trying to do this um, every week. Come to you live Fridays, and then after that, we'll put up everything so you can download and listen to us on your way to work in your car and laugh while trying not to crash yeah. um, my mom of course as always from the southern hospice internal uh, tenderness center says hi <laughs> along with miss margie oh actually she only says hi to uh ronald because that's the love of her life <laughs> and bubble <laughs> um if anybody would like to say hi to aj because nobody really says hi to no. aj or buy some tacos, man. We're still waiting for our tacos, by the <laughs> from, way. From last week. <laughs> from last week. Hi, <laughs> AJ. Oh, talking about last week. No, it was the week before. The week before. Because last week, last week, honestly, we had to take the week off or that Friday off only because of Veterans Day. We honor veterans. We we support our veterans. Two of us are veterans. Um, And the sad thing was that on the observance of Veterans Day, we had a passing of a fellow veteran, which was Stan Lee. Um, so we'll be talking about him today. Um, kind of give him a little, uh, how do you say? Remembrance. Yeah, yeah. remembrance. Memoir. Yeah. Uh, as well as talking about the one thing I've been waiting for, and if you follow our podcast, you know I've been griping and mean about <laughs> about <laughs> the one you. thing. They've heard your complaints. <laughs> yes. They've heard my complaints. Yeah. The old gods have answered, and <laughs> I finally got... My copy of this year's uh, relaunch of Fangoria. I also brought in the actual number one when they first released it back in like, you know, 1592 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another gift that I also got, and we'll talk about it also, is Never Hike Alone. It's a DVD Blu-ray special uh, signed and all that good stuff. It was uh, part of a... Uh, Patreon uh, incentive. Oh, and it was by uh, Wamstop Films, and it's 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 a fan film, mm. uh, Friday Thirteenth fan film, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, also as well as other fan films. All right, you I think jump that, into it. Yeah, let's <laughs> just jump, jump into in. it. Thirty minutes later, that was just the intro. That, yeah. that, was, that wasn't even the intro. That was just all the admin <laughs> stuff that we had to get out of the way. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. One more time. <laughs> Again, you are listening to KUIW Cardinal Radio San Antonio, Texas. I think I messed up uh, at the top of the hour, so we by law we have to say it correctly. If not, you know, I get fined. You know, two two thousand years worth of tuition fee. <laughs> God. <laughs> You get a paddling. Yeah, and I get like a paddle. Old. I might like the paddling. But... <laughs> like, old, right. like old days. <laughs> like old days. Catholic station. Some of us remember those days. Catholic station. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
No so, other little messages. I think we're good. So. You can call us at uh, 555-7448. No, you can't call us on that. Call oh, no, don't call us on that. I don't know what that number is. <laughs> I think it'll be one of those that takes you to the message that says, this this number was used for a film. Please don't call here again. <laughs> yeah. It could be those like, hi, yeah. you've reached. <laughs> so, but you always have to start with 555. Five, five, five. Five. Yeah. That's a, that's a film standard. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Every mo- every number in a movie is pretty much five. It's five five five, five, five something. Yeah. The only one they didn't do that actually, they did it do it in Avengers, the new one, and they wanted to set up an actual voicemail for. Oh really? For Steve Rogers and uh, Marvel like legal told him no. Oh. It's just one of those things like uh, Jenny's what, eight. Oh yeah, Jenny's number. Yeah. Five three zero oh, nine nine. Mm-hmm. You can't sing that. Right? Like what? I can't see that. We're not covered in that. Yeah, we, we don't have, have license. We don't have license for that. to that song. <laughs> even if I sing it incorrectly, it's like I don't, like, even, I don't even know the words. Because like we're a radio station, we should be able to sing that. Dang it! That was a long time ago. Those you remember. All right. Um. First off, let's let's get into it. Fan films. I didn't. Fan films. I didn't get to finish watching it. You didn't get to finish watching it. No. You started watching it though. I started watching it. It was actually really entertaining. I watched uh, maybe about twenty five minutes of it. Did you? Yeah, it was good. Man, you know, a little bit more, you would have been done. Yeah, it's only about what? It's about an hour. Yeah. No, it, it is 53 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right about. Yeah, I actually had to finish some work. I didn't get to finish. Yeah, you do work. You liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, a, it was a good movie. It was looks really good. For yeah. A fan film. Yeah. I like the, the switch from the GoPros back to the... Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Never Hike Alone. It's a fan film. But uh, yeah, I like the the back and forth from the little GoPro and dumping it on the yeah, dumping it on the ground, and he's doing that whole um, that product promotion yeah. thing at the beginning of the oh, tent. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> found footage style kind. Yeah. Of. I, that that, that was like one of the things that at first I thought it was gonna bug me because I hate when people. It's like okay, you're talking to a camera, yet you have a third person ominous yeah. of you, plus you have a drone footage so he had multiple angles yeah. y'all, y'all are right totally un- and i thought at first it was gonna bug me because it's my dude i'm going back and forth back and forth back and forth but you know after like two minutes because the the the, the little fanboy in me mm-hmm. kicked in i was like dude I, I totally forgot about that and i'm like this makes so much sense yeah. to film it this way at least the way the story goes um when i looked at it uh, yeah i was yeah. like it, it's really in the traditional of the classic the original classic, you know, Friday the 13th. Because I, I normally, yeah, really can't stand found footage style movies, mm-hmm. uh, like Blair Witch or what? anything like that. Because, I, yeah. I mean, it's nothing but like 95% shaky cam to the extreme. And you Paranormal Activity? Uh, I mean, that one was there's decent. No, there's there's no, okay, there's no shake, was, there was no with shaky Paranormal cam Activity, cameras. they put it on a tripod. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about like when you do footage, found yeah. footage and the dude... Is talking to a camcorder and he's running or he's walking yeah, yeah. and, you can see and he's like, moving and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my gosh!" And he's breathing and the camera's yeah. like, and like that's you know. like a it's a it's a really clever way to work around. You never see the threat because yeah. like you know the camera always moves after whatever Correct. they hear or see. But in this one, it makes sense because you saw the threat. You see the threat, and because well, they have you have that third yeah. person camera, and the editing choices worked really well in that favor because it made sense from the story that he was a vlogger doing this so when he and it wasn't like him doing it the entire time so he just yeah. picked it up the highlights of his hike which makes sense because that's what you know they would do so he just picked it up when it made sense you know and they only cut back to it when it made sense 
Yeah. I, I like the the beginning sequence when he comes across the do not trespass mm-hmm. that little mm-hmm. that little sequence there. Yeah. Um, like you were talking about, they're cutting from seeing him in the background. Yeah. To him, and he like reacts, and he's like, "Oh snap!" You know. Um, yeah. I feel something. The disturbance in the force. <laughs> the force. <laughs> then they go to blogger cam, mm-hmm. and then I was expecting at that point you would see him in the background in blogger cam. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Instead, he just steps right in front of him, like, "Dude, you're not supposed to trespass." Yeah. And he feels again the disturbance in the forest. He turns yeah. around, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh snap! There's nothing there." Yeah. And I felt the anxiety. Yeah. The cut. You already the cut was really really awesome because I felt that anxiety, and I was like, "Oh, dude, he's gonna get slashed!" Oh man, right out the back. Jason got the first kill. No. Yeah. Now that was another thing. <laughs> we didn't get a kill to almost the 50 minute mark or somewhere around there Man. and that was the two paramedics i'm sorry if i'm spoiling this but again it is on youtube um go look it up never hike alone by womp stomp films it's really really good um if we're spoiling it for you we're not because you have to look at it it is cinematically that's awesome good. i'm trying that's to watch really my good. language because it really is i was more impressed even, with it even though it's like uh those free running sequences they put in at the beginning yeah. when getting to the lake those are really they're, good they're really well done yeah. uh, like the music was kind of cam the steady cam across it was almost like a um a rocky but again it, it is a fan film to friday the 13th which was very campy so yeah. the, the corny music kind of makes sense um but no just like the cuts between the steady like the steady cam yeah. like you were saying the kind of drone shots they had and then the uh well and then the gopro shots too of him actually running those trails yeah Look, they looked really good. I like when he drops the camera and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost lost you guys or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. You felt like you were part of it. And by that point in time in the story, you it felt like. It puts you into that video that he was yeah. making. Yeah. You know, like he's actually talking to us, the audience, which mm-hmm. is, uh, that's interesting because in, in a way he's breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. and breaking the fourth wall. Most of us, you know, we've gotten to know the whole, you know, Deadpool kind of scenario where he talks directly to the audience. Yeah. And it's it's part of the movie, but this one, I didn't feel that he was breaking the fourth wall in that in that, you know. Yeah, it's it's not deliberately breaking the fourth wall to talk at the movie necessarily. Yeah, to the audience of yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's the audience it's of, of his, his video, video, yeah. which yeah. in fact makes you part of it even more because right. now you're in that, in that second yeah. level. Of that movie, yeah. so it, he's talking. He's talking through two screens almost. He's talking yeah. through the camera screen, yeah. his camera screen, and then the movie camera screen. Yep. As opposed to like Deadpool, which is just the camera screen to the movie audience. Yeah. So I mean, there was a lot of really good stuff to it. I mean, I was really impressed. I have to also say the the whole uh, man, what is it? The the way it looked, the like the set designing or the, yeah, set design. Set design was really w- well done. Yeah. It, it the looked... camera shots were really good done too. I, yeah. I like that beginning part where they actually show like the background with the moon, and then you see the tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh, shot's yeah. really—it's low, wide, and looks beautiful. You know, I like the low, wide ones. Oh, you like the wide? I know. Huh. <laughs> well, with Triple T, I mean, you know how I was talking about that low, wide yeah. kind of angle. Yeah. Matter of fact, real quick, let's talk about Triple T now that you mentioned it. You know, a little shameless plug <laughs> before we forget or move on. Last week we also uh, last Friday, um, we, since we had we took a break because of Veterans Day, um, we decided to go film that day. Um, How did it go? It was good, really good, good acting. Uh, really enjoyed it. Awesome acting. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have who'd you have? Yeah, really good uh, cast. We had uh, Scott Foldmer, uh, 
We had uh, Lisa Valdez and Syed Ahmed, I think his last name is. Smart boy right there. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, they're all really good actors. Uh, they all really killed it. I mean, uh, I, I got to, you know, when you sit in a scene and they're in the middle of a scene and all the, the crew just watching like they're in a movie theater or on a, a play and then the scene's over and everybody starts clapping. It's like, wow, dude. It just kind yeah. of brings it out. It was, it was good. It was a good experience. They're really good actors, all three of them. We they definitely really are. Good, we got a really good cast. And uh, so far, I look, I really like the way some of the shots look. Thanks to uh, good old Charlie. Charlie's DP. He he has some really good, in Jody, uh, really good shots. That dude's like... Oh, lighting wizard. Yeah, lighting he's wizard, a ninja, yeah. man. He, he gets <laughs> stuff done without you even knowing it. Yeah. Every time we ask him, he's like, hey, you need help? He's like, no, I got this. He turns around and it's done. And you're like, dude, what the heck did you just yeah. do, man? He's like... You're you're awesome, dude. Yeah. Why'd you put that little light way at the back? Oh, it looks. There's oh, yeah. The camera. Yeah. It looks, oh, okay. <laughs> gives it depth. It looks pretty. <laughs> it looks okay. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, but uh, so we shot another uh, couple scenes. Uh, so we're, we're on our way, just slowly or surely. We'll we'll get it done. But it looks really really pretty. I really enjoy it so far. Just one of our projects from Silent Flight Media that we're working on. Yeah. But, but it it all looked like, even from me just holding the boom and uh, on that day it was a uh, yeah like you like you were saying when everybody's just watching kind of like a movie theater and when you hear it with uh, from from the audio perspective when you hear it with that kind of depth yeah uh, it really adds to one their acting ability and just to the whole like how that scene felt where, where we were yeah and, I, yeah I recommend Scott Fulmer he's a he's a really good actor <laughs> and Lisa oh beautiful as always she's. She's a really good actress inside with this goofiness, but uh, yeah, he he, was, he, has, he was super goofy but yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes. But uh, he 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 knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a smart smart guy. But. I fixed my headphone. Oh, good job. <laughs> Is that, Is what, that what, what I was? <laughs> That's what I was, I was doing. Like, I'm sorry. I'm more here messing with stuff. I'm like, I hit. I keep looking. Hit. I'm like, are you, are we recording? Are we? Not? <laughs> no, we're just talking to ourselves in an empty studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like Never Hike Alone. It was, it was. I mean, uh, fan films have taken a huge turn over the last several years. Uh, some of the fan films they make out nowadays are just crazy. The amount of production they put into it. J- I mean, for this one being a Friday Thirteenth film, Jason looked really good <laughs> no. to have been. You know, as I guess they aged, you know, aged him appropriately. Yeah, you know? and uh, it looked like Jason, or like what Jason should look like today. You know. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that bothered me, and again, this is me being nitpicky. The only thing that bothered me about Jason was the fact that it sounded like he was a three hundred pound elephant stomping through. <laughs> yeah, that that was the only thing. I mean, I I understand why because it, it adds to the fact mm-hmm. that yeah. he, he hears him coming, dun, 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 and therefore it builds up that tension. Mm-hmm. But he really sounded like a three hundred pound elephant. That, that, that was, <laughs> That was my only gripe about. But the you whole are movie. an audio guy, so you would hear, pick that out first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that, so I, we heard him I, instead I mean, of using the force and feeling them. Yeah, the force kind of wasn't needed. There. <laughs> it wasn't needed it wasn't at all. <laughs> uh, the force was being pushed away by the footsteps at that point. But yeah, no. Um, I'm I'm really glad you know we sponsored it for um, Patreon, man. It's it's it's. Stuff like that, I'm 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 down for it all the time. So if you have a fan film or a film that you're making independently, hit us up. Uh, see how we can help you. Review it, whatever. Again, that was uh, Never Hike Alone by Womp Stomp Films. 
You can catch them on YouTube. As a matter of fact, I think tomorrow the behind the scenes are going to go live on YouTube and they're doing a special premiere where you can log on with them and, and watch, watch it with them. Yeah, watch it live. Oh, watch cool. it live. That way you could kind of interact with them. And I think that's one one of the cool things that YouTube is doing now too. They have live premiere live videos. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's really good, man. So follow them, uh, hit them up, you know, on Twitter or whatever. Let them know that you heard it from us. That way we get one brownie point that we are doing something with <laughs> related to film. And we're not just sitting here asking people to bring us free tacos. Are we not? Well, we are. But <laughs> oh, yeah. than, we're never going to say no to yeah, tacos. Never. <laughs> um, as far as uh, fan films. Talking about fan films. Yeah. The Force. You talk about. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that Darth Maul fan film that was done. Oh, oh the German yeah, one? Yeah. I think it was Dude, German. I don't it? know, but I that mean, thing's amazing. Yeah, it's like yeah. Darth Maul against like six Jedi or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. And they had the air views from above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing yeah. was sad. The, the amount, the Star, money. Star Wars the... fans go to like extreme. extreme extremes yeah, yeah. when it comes to their fight choreography because yeah. they will like. Well, no, this is how the Jedi fight. This is how the Sith fight. And this is how they clash. And yeah, if you ever thought you knew how to choreograph stuff like that dude you have to go into these guys well, mind there's people who have like the actual title title of lightsaber expert or lightsaber yeah. style expert you know yeah, master yeah. Yeah, yeah all that good stuff I, I think they have academies for that yeah they do yeah they do um because there's the guys that on set uh, yeah. for the actual movies that train these the actors to fight properly with lightsabers and i think after that those first few after the first um six i guess they started these academies of um, teaching people how to properly fight with lightsabers. Yeah. And, uh, there's whole and you go to conventions and you see uh, Jedi and Star City. Wars cosplayers. Did you go to Alamo City this year? Alamo City Comic Con. Alamo City, but I whoa, but, they had uh, a whole section of the Alamo Dome. It's like the All, whole half, the whole half, half of the Alamo Dome no, is all Star Wars. It was like if you entered the Alamo Dome and you you entered the floor, it was to your left. The yeah. whole left wall. Yes. Up until the back where the uh, Actors were. Mm-hmm. That was all Star Wars. But I mean, they, they're. They yeah, always bookies bring, and the Ewoks. They and... always bring a lot yeah. to the table. Yeah. You know, the, the 501st, I think it's the 501st here in San Antonio. Yeah. They're a bunch of great guys, also committed to the community, supporting the community, um, reaching out to, to people and actually caring. They raise yeah. money for Make a Wish every year, too. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, they're really, really good. They're, so they're not just a bunch of geeks with lightsabers and, and pew pews. <laughs> kind of look cool you know because they're not yeah. i mean they they are but they're not yeah. i mean a lot of them you know you see the story a lot of them will go to children's hospital in costumes yeah. to cheer up those kids that are stuck there for who knows how long yeah and they all participate participate in the wookie walk too which mm-hmm. is something here in san antonio they, we have a wookie walk every year and uh it's a pretty big turnout a bunch of people dress as wookies it's pretty crazy it's pretty i fun. have a wookie head Oh yeah, you yeah. do. This awesome, awesome friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> actually gave me a Wookiee hit, which I needed to post. I'm, I apologize to my my good friend about that. Um, normally, I get weird little gifts from Star Wars. If you don't know, I'm a big Star Wars fanatic nerd, um, and from time to time I get gifts. So if you want to give me gifts, also I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know. Of course, I'm not gonna let you know that I need gifts, but anyways. Um, I got the Wookiee head this year, and I was like, dude, this is like the craziest dang gift I've gotten. 
and that's pretty awesome because it's it sits there in my living room. <laughs> of course, my cats try to paw at it because they think yeah. it's a big, giant brown cat. <laughs> Just add more hair to it. Yeah, <laughs> like I need more in my life. Um, fan, yeah. As far as fan films from Star Wars, I think Star Wars has the uh, fan film celebration. Um, uh, where oh, year, they do. Yeah, yeah. They actually um, highlight a lot of their fan films, yeah. and they they actually you know promote them. As opposed to another brand that I I wish they wouldn't have done this, but they have these ridiculous um, rules and regulations regarding their fan films. And a lot of time, I know they were doing a full feature fan film for for uh, maybe about four years ago. And this brand, and I'm not going to say the brand because I don't want to promote them. Um, this brand who's who's along the same as Star Wars, my favorite. Um, they start with the same. Yeah, it, it sounds the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they kind of they kind of pulled the plug on them because yeah. they didn't want that film to over oversee what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And the awesome stuff about that was that they were getting a lot of the old characters yeah. from the original series and the original films and kind of volunteering to support this fan made film. And of course, it, it was going to be in line because, of course, their their fans are just as crazy as Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Um, some beg to differ that they're more, but I don't think so. Anyways, um, yeah, that franchise pulled the plug and said, "No, you mm-hmm. can't do it because it it doesn't. We don't want you being better than our films." Of course, <laughs> we haven't put any films out till recently when they relaunched their whole product but that's that's not hearsay or whatnot <laughs> they did a they did a recently they did a really big fan film star wars film uh in houston that they asked me to be part of uh um chaz uh tugboats uh anybody who follows wrestling tugboat from uh wwf his son chaz he's an actor in houston but uh he was part of that whole uh ordeal it was but they did a Star Wars fan film up in Houston, and it was pretty big. They had a lot of extras, a lot of uh, big Houston and Texas names working on it. it, looked, it from what I saw, some of the back behind the scene footage looked pretty pretty good. But those guys go all out. I mean, you have fan films that are ridiculously crazy, really ridiculously good. There was a, I was doing a little research, and I saw there was a Batman movie where. He fights uh, the predator mm-hmm. and there's the a whole, aliens, uh, and that thing is good, I man. That thing is shot crazy. Yeah. Under the sun, I think. Under the sun, what's up? I think that's the the ones that make the versus um, series, oh, and they're a yeah. bunch of little little fan films, mm-hmm. and they they collide. This thing was yeah, good, they, like man. Wolverine versus uh, Predator and stuff. Yeah, um, they also I think they only made like two or three episodes or so, but there's a whole. Um, or they tried to launch a whole uh, Nightwing series. Oh, that yeah. Really good, yeah, uh, that looked really with good. With proper costumes and, like, a really good-looking Deathstroke. And, um, and the Nightwing looked good, too. Like yeah, the Nightwing looked yeah. good. Yeah, I saw It's hard that. to make Nightwing look good in real life because... <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I lo- it's one of my favorite characters from DC, yeah. but... Uh, in the comics, it's a bodysuit. And <laughs> it's uh, it doesn't always translate in real life. So you have to add that sense of realism to it. Yeah. Bat in the sun. Bat in the sun. Bat in the sun is the ones who uh, who do be? a lot of fan films versus, versus Deadpool. Well, like right now they have a Michael Myers versus the Luxie from um, Fan Lover. 
Nice. So I'm gonna have to look at that one next, and then have Joker versus Negan. Ooh, <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting oh. one. Well, I'll let you not. Winter Soldier versus Nightwing. Interesting. Yeah, so they have a lot of those that you'll vote in and whatnot, but they're small, short films. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah. I think the stuff that yeah, they do is really good. I, I watch personally, like for me, like I've always watched uh, Death Battle, which is very similar. Yeah. But all their stuff is um, except for I think maybe one or two episodes they've done are all done animated in different styles. Okay. So, like, they'll do, like, 8-bit video game animation, or they'll do, like, pure anime animation, 3D 3D animation, different stuff like that. But, yeah, that's... I think it's very similar to that, except they do it in live action, which is a whole new game in itself when it t- comes out to, like, superheroes and yeah. everything like that. Because it's hard to do superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> in, it really is. In live action. Yeah, the movie I was talking about was actually called Batman Dead End. It was done in 2003. Oh, okay. And Dude, was, I, uh, I think I got the bootleg... Uh, DVD for that. <laughs> it was directed by Sandra Colara. Uh, Thirty thousand dollars to make that fan film. Well, if you, um, it looks amazing, it's it actually really, does, really yeah. freaking good. It's dark. It's really dark, yeah. but it's awesome. And I, I know what you're talking about. I, I'm, I'm being serious. And I think that I have Marvel, uh, Apprentice. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, I think I got the bootleg for the, the Batman one, because one year I was at Comic Con. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. Um. And yeah, it, it was, it was, you had DVD for it because they had only premiered it once at a Comic Con. Yeah. And after that, it kind of got lost in the, in the sauce somewhere. Um, but yeah, the, the Darth Maul one, I think that is from a group out of Germany. They had the behind the scenes stuff for them too. I think it was good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, even not even looking at fan films of other movies, um, or even comics, the other like he- people with huge fan bases are the fan films for video games. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. video games. Like I'm looking right. Uh, they have one for Uncharted. Yeah. There's a uh, some for Legend of Zelda. There's a bunch for Portal. Yeah, I saw a bunch of Portal and a bunch um, for Zelda. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Portal's one of those that you never see the main character, or you know, not really. Yeah. Um, so Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat has they had they had did one with uh, Scorpion. Mm. And, they uh, did a mini series for yeah, it. Yeah, that would look great, man. It was in the desert. You see him walking. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing was yeah, that thing was pretty good. Uh, and I think but they, they, I think you could find a lot more mini series yeah. in YouTube as, as far as fan films goes yeah. that are really well made, except for the fact that it takes money. Yeah. And that's one of the things that they run out of quick because it's yeah. so obscure. Not only that, but you are in a um provider like YouTube that has millions and millions and millions of people watching, but mm-hmm. you also have millions and millions and millions of people, you know, submitting stuff. So yeah. how do you get sifted through it? it? By the time you get recognized and you get on a list like that, and people yeah, are like, yeah. oh, dude, that is so awesome. It, dude, about a good 10 yeah. years have passed, and yeah. you're like, well, I've moved on because yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the funds yeah. back then, and all my actors have all grown up, and <laughs> they, they go... Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Southern Hospice, yeah, I've you seen, know, internal <laughs> treatment center. Yeah. I see some fan films where they actually have big name actors. They actually get some. Yeah, big I just name saw actors. one with the. They did an, another Uncharted one, but they actually got Nathan Fillion to do yeah. uh, to do the the short that they did for it. I think it wasn't the series; it was a short, a short, short film for film. Uncharted. But they actually got Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake, which is what everybody's been asking for for years. Yeah. No. Who, oh, who did I see? What's that guy's... Uh, That's oh, the one, man. the Nightwing, that he was talking about. Nightwing, Nightwing series? What's yeah. that, uh, the guy who plays uh, Hellboy. What's his name? He's in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, what's that guy's name? 
uh, the original Hellboy. Or, yeah, uh, Ron. Yeah, Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Yeah, he did a fan film uh, that I saw, and I was like, "What?" It was a little short role. I think he was a a store clerk owner or something. But man, that thing was pretty cool too. Yeah. So yeah, fan films are are if you get these nice little companies that that do those, do them really good, you can get some big name actors to come out and help you out. I know. Trying to figure out how many episodes. There's five. They, yeah, they got through five episodes of the Nightwing series. Nightwing series, yeah. Um, they also had one, I think, for Harley Quinn. Um, that went through one season, which I think was about six episodes also. Mm. I think they did a second season, but then after that, they kind of died off as well. Yeah. It's it's hard because they, they try to go, you know, rightfully so. They try to go all out with these costumes and their special effects yeah. and their fight choreography and their settings. So it should be. It should be. And, you know, and... I you know I kind of hate to say it that like sometimes I find myself like you know these fan films in terms of just being what we want end up being better than the movies that we yeah. the big budget movies that we do get uh, because it comes from the fans who know exactly what who have read these comics cover to cover and over and over again and know exactly what these characters should be like yeah and what they should look like at least or how they should look like in the real world but they run out of money because they're trying to go all out with it and you know they're they, being yeah they're being uh, damn it! What's too ambitious. Like, too ambitious. Yeah, but some. I mean, some of them actually. What I like about some of them is the writing of it. So, because they can take creative license and just go crazy with it. Uh, I think I saw a Power. Was it Power Rangers one, where they killed off the Pink Ranger? Oh, I didn't and, see that. Um, Dude, it yeah, was crazy. It just came out. I was like, they went. Um, it was going it, rogue because he lost his mind. The fact that after so much. Oh, um, that was recent. Yeah, so there's the. It's because in the comic book world, they launched a new line of comic books for Power Mm. Rangers. And so they actually got. um, I'm forgetting his name, the one that plays Tommy in the original Power Rangers. Um, I'm not a big Power Ranger fan. uh, Jason David Frank, I think is his name. Um, And yeah, he, he, he put on the. He put on the Power Ranger suit again, and he's. And he's there, and he's gone totally evil because he's uh it shows him all like from like the beginning when you know the mighty morphin power rangers were still a thing and they were all still friends and eventually they all grew up and died or they died in battle and yeah how he's because he's been in like he's been a lot of power ranger series yeah he's been a lot they bring him back a lot so he's seen all these like it's supposed to be like he's seen all these different rangers die yeah so he's gone nuts now and it looks awesome it's just him in a chair looking over like and it's i mean obviously like blue or green screen but like it's him just like looking over like a world that he now dominates pretty much as yeah. like an evil white ranger yeah but that creative license is what i like you know with fan films you can just i mean you don't you're not constrictive you yeah. don't really care that's about why a lot of them go to youtube because yeah it's, i mean uh youtube is very strict about copyright but when it's fan stuff like this where it's original still but you know they can still get away with it yeah. um i like some of those fan uh trailers that they make out of like oh, yeah. different series like aquaman was one of my favorites I was like, man, Aquaman movie's coming out. That was like years and years ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, that looks so cool. It's like, it looks swimming like a dolphin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a fake. Yeah, it's a yeah, fake. it's from some. Yeah. Uh, they use like Siren, a movie, a show oh, called really? Siren in, in Australia, and they use another Australian movie, and they kind of spurge some of the yeah. scenes together to make this. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. It's just a trailer, but I was like excited about it. I was like. I was more excited about that fan film trailer mm-hmm. than I was of the original <laughs> Aquaman coming out, which is sad. It's it's soon too. Yeah, it is, is it very soon. Yeah, is it this month or next month? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's next month. I know for definite. Um, 
the Harry Potter one the, comes out this month. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's already today. out. It's already out. Yeah, yeah, it came out today. Oh, the the Beast. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic Beast. It's yeah. next month. Uh, Fantastic Beast yeah. and where to find them, and then we follow with Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was here in San Antonio. Yeah, he was yeah, for, for uh, fanfare. For fanfare. fanfare. Yeah. Him and uh, uh, that guy, ugly guy with a tattoo in his back. What's his name again? Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ben Affleck was here too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think they disinfected that whole section where he's actually saying, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm a big fan. Uh, Uber, Uber fan. Yeah. Uber man. Goodwill better go hunting again. Uh, do we want him to get into your. <laughs> the Fangoria magazine? Not yet, not yet, not yet. yet. Uh, it's still. I did open it because I had to get my grubby paws on it, but <laughs> I, I didn't read it because okay. I, was like, I like to have it all covered up in black so you can't see actually see what, <laughs> it, what like it is. Yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the old days when I used to get the brown covered ones, the brown paper ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, don't look in the magazine. Batman versus the Terminator. That's interesting. I think that's again from. It's uh, an, it's, oh, it's, oh animated. it's animated. Yeah, one. it's animated. All right, real yeah. quick, um, let's take a pause so we can acknowledge our uh, radio real quick. Again, you are listening to KUIW Cardinal Radio, San Antonio, Texas. Um, follow them on org, where you can listen to us every Friday from 10 to 12 live. Um, you could also follow their Twitter feed at KUIW, their Instagram, KUIW, or KUIW Radio. Um, on YouTube is KUIW The Universe. And if you are following us, Film Noobs, um, you could listen to us on our podcast, which you'll find on iTunes, um, Google Play, as well as Podbean. And let's see what. It, oh, and our Twitter feed is, of course, Film Noobs. Follow us, like us, share us. Um, love mom, us, thank please. you. <laughs> yeah, love us. Love us, send, please. Send tacos. Um, <laughs> again, you are listening to KUIW Cardinal Radio, San Antonio, Texas. And today we're talking about fan films. Stan Lee, which we'll get on later on. We'll talk about him, the man, the man the himself. Man, the legend. Yep. Um, but now let's talk about one thing I've been holding mm-hmm. off, and I've been I've been begging and pleading, and finally I got my answer. No, I can't have after, your children. <laughs> After so many months of waiting, no, actually, I over exaggerated. It was only like three months. It wasn't so many months. Oh man, I'm excited. Can you tell? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, you have your excited face on. Um, yeah, it's my excited face on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, Fangoria, man, they relaunched this year. I had I, I had it in a little black bag because I got my grubby paws and you know tacos and. And Greece and magazines don't mix together, so. <laughs> but this is the first time I'm I'm gonna actually go through it. I'm gonna let y'all go through it. I actually paged through it, it already once. You can touch, touch it. it. Yeah, yeah, gotta put on the just touch first. it. <laughs> just touch it. I didn't say open it. I just touch it. Why are you Why are you funneling it? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I want to see that. Which one? So speed it. Oh. Oh yeah, I heard that one was like really good. Yeah. And I also in my hands have a copy of the very very first Fangoria. Yeah, Starlog presents Fangoria. That's what it was back then. Ooh, um, that that shows the uh, Doctor Who invades the U.S. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> this was back in I want to quote it August nineteen seventy nine, number one. Nice. And 
the newfound glories from when? When was the original publish date? Uh, volume one, way back. Look it up. Open it up. October. October 2018. Or something. Yeah, I guess it's 2018. Cool. Yeah. It was published this year. So. Yep. October 2018. Now, if you look at it, if you look at the oh, difference. Oh, man. This is cool. It, it, it's rememorable. Yeah. So, original Fangoria is like, what is it? They have a thing 68 called. 68 pages. The the B Sons and Daughters of Michael Myers. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And that one's like over 100 pages. It looks more it's like. A, it's, a, it's a volume. Yeah, it looks more like a book. Yeah. As in a magazine. To, as opposed to an issue. It's like yeah. a volume, yeah. I want to see this Chuck Palahniuk thing. But it's 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 awesome, man. Yeah, yeah and I grew up watching them. That's not the original Fangoria that I had. I had to go get one. Right. Because, um, like I was telling y'all before we went live, um, my mom, thank you, mom, uh, <laughs> she found my collection in the 90s, and she kind of was like, oh, you're going to hell because you're watching this stuff and all this devilish stuff and... And and what it was is if you've ever picked up a Fangoria, they actually show you how to do special effects for like you know uh, throat slashing and which of course the new one has it already on there head explosions, uh, head explosions <laughs> and stuff like that. So when you look at that stuff and you're not used to looking at stuff like that, yeah, you're gonna hell. <laughs> but, oh man, this is no. Sorry, I'm I'm geeking out because it, it has a, a short story here written by Chuck Palahniuk, which is if you don't know who Chuck Palahniuk is he actually wrote uh, uh, Fight Club, and he's actually a really really good author. Uh, so if you like to read books, Chuck Palahniuk is definitely in the list of books that authors you should read. He wrote, I wrote a book I read a book called Pygmy by him, which was like crazy, but I really enjoyed that too. So I'm gonna have to read that short story by him. Chuck yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, if you if you pick up the new issue of Fangoria, it it really stays with. I mean, it has story of its origins and everything. But if if again, if you've been a, a long time follower, most of the stuff that you're used to seeing from Fangoria is still there. The the articles, the behind the scenes, you know, the in depth interviews. The, the what is it called the special effects stuff and what I'm loving about this because again I'm paging through this for like maybe the third time and only because I wanted to share the art man. yeah the, art's really good. the art is, is awesome I want to say other words but yeah it is awesome <laughs> um it really is you have to look through it man um what I'm I'm really surprised by this is the fact that there's hardly any advertisement. And the only reason is because they're going straight from, you know, the publisher straight to the person. There's no distribution deal. There's no mass, nothing. Yeah. So you're getting the most out of a magazine that you could possibly get, which yeah. I love because, you know, magazines, it's a dying form. Mm -hmm. At least that's what everybody says. It's a dying form. And unless you have a lot of money and a lot of uh, advertisers, most of the time it, it's really hard to put a magazine out there. But this yeah. one is straight fan, uh, fan sponsored. Uh, you know, all our subscription based, and, and it's kind of keeping it float. You know, very small to minimal advertisements on there, so it's not like you know, out of ninety pages, you get thirty pages worth of mm -hmm. 
editorial stuff and then this ain't two Cosmo. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all these heck lowriders the same way. I used to follow lowrider and now I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into it because it's a 99 page booklet and again, 20 pages worth of cars. Mm-hmm. And the rest is all advertisement. And I get it. I mean, it's a nationally syndicated mm-hmm. or published magazine and whatnot. They, they got to get it from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And to keep it going, it, it takes money. Yeah. And I wish everything was free or everything was like wish fulfillment here. But at the same time, it's not. Um, well, shout out to Fangoria. I have to subscribe. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really impressed. And thank you guys for sending out issue number one. I'm going to have to read it, get back to y'all, let y'all know what I thought about it overall. But just from the first look of Fangoria and opening it up for like the second time here in the studio with y'all, I'm I'm like, I'm stoked out, man. (laughs) And of course, the first article they they had was on Halloween. Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They they have uh, some behind the scenes in it, too. They have the tree line, the actual movie now. The different faces of Michael yeah, Myers. The f- different faces of Michael Myers. I mean, dude, it's like a plethora of information. If you, you know, they even have a fan, uh, my Mike Myers house. The only, dude, the only advertisement I see is that yeah. in the back, huh? The last page. Is oh yeah, advertisement. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm gonna plug them. I don't care. It says, <laughs> it says, watch free for one month. Use promo code Fangoria. At shutter.com forward slash Fangoria. And of course, if you get a chance to, and if you're listening to Fangoria, you know, shout out to y'all. Let us know. Um, I would love to work with y'all, whatever. You're in Texas. We're in Texas. Yep, we're in Texas. We should uh, meet somewhere in the middle. Which will be San Marcos. Austin. We can have a drink. Oh, yeah. Because again, there's another magazine which I still haven't gotten yet um, out of Austin uh, Film Noir. Well, oh, really? Yeah, it's from Noir or Gore Noir. I oh, man, I can't get their name right. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that I'm, sounds very cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna get their their magazine to support independent magazine, independent film. That's what we do. We love. Uh, we we'll try to promote a little bit more. Um, because again, if we don't do it, nobody else will. So, love it. I think it's. Uh, There's no shortage of horror movies. There's been no. a lot of really good horror movies coming out lately. You just sent me the trailer to another one that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the Leprechaun Returns. Yeah. They're bringing... Are you serious? Yeah. Yes, they're bringing Leprechaun back again. I am the Leprechaun. <laughs> I think this is this is the year so when good. all the remakes, was it, reboots and... Wait, 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 the original was with Jennifer Anderson, wasn't it? Which one? The original Fresh Leprechaun Fresh movie? Uh, ooh. It I was... I seen the original Leprechaun. Yeah, I think yeah. it was with Jennifer Anderson. Like, you there would... it is right there. Gore Noir, yeah. You'd be surprised how many of these old horror movies actually had really, really famous people. Yeah. Like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street had uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's yeah Jennifer Aniston, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, in yeah. uh, the Leprechaun movie, yeah. I was like, what? I just watched it maybe like four or five years ago, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is crazy, <laughs> dude! I just watched it four, four or five, five years, years ago. ago. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> Your time, your, your <laughs> I got a mind like a steel trap, but I can't remember anybody's name. For nothing good. <laughs> For nothing For good. Nothing good. <laughs> Useless knowledge that you would never know, need until you start your whole podcast and talk about useless, useless knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Who is playing oh, the new Leprechaun? Is it? 
like watching all those old shows again, though. Uh, oh, it's it's a t- it's going to be a TV movie. It's not. Oh, it's a TV movie. I think so. Oh. Leprechaun Returns, twenty eighteen TV movie. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I've re- re- revisited a couple things lately. Uh, just I really love those old shows. Uh, that so sad I see they were canceled. Uh, I watched re watch. I'm rewatching another show called uh, Pushing Daisies. I don't know if you ever saw it, but oh, yeah. a TV yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. God, that was a good show. That was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sitting there like enthralled. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this got, got canceled. It was, it was shot beautifully, a lot of beautiful colors. It was a good concept. I really enjoyed that show. But yeah. thank you, Amazon, for throwing it up there on my must see again. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, got, I just got back into, um, well, not back into, but I, um, finishing up season four of Gotham. Oh before yeah, season five comes out yeah. because it is the final season of Gotham. I is know, it really? Yeah, I don't know why they canceled it. I I don't know, but it, yeah, they got renewed for a final season. So they've already been teasing that. Well, one we're getting Bane this season, I think. Oh really? Um, but they're also teasing that at the end we're gonna get a time jump and we will see Batman. But it's not gonna be David Mazzao, I think is how you say his name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, I, yeah, it's gonna be a slightly older version of him finally putting on the the mask and cape. Because he's been getting there throughout the series. Like, in season four, yeah. he gets a little bit closer. Yeah. He's got, like, the whole black jacket and suit and everything like that with with the mask. But he hasn't put on a cape or the ears. <laughs> uh, so I think he get, I think by the end of next season, he's going to get to a fully realized Batman. I or check it out. almost fully realized Batman. I like Catwoman. The kid, oh, oh, the kid, girl? Yeah. Yeah, the kid version of Catwoman? Yeah. Uh, so, she uh, is so she, cute. Come. Todi? No. Uh, Chalondia, Brandon, I don't remember. I, like I said, I'm bad with names. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not even going to start because I, I, dude, I can't even. I'm failing but she's history, a... <laughs> art history, and photo history because I can't remember names. But so she's I apologize a, for that. She's a, a dancer? Cameron Picondova? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cameron something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But she's a dancer. Uh, I, she's I, a beautiful woman. She's really pretty. Yeah, she pulls I think she's in ca- her 20s. She pulls off the cat woman. Yeah, yeah the, really good persona really well uh i followed her on i think it was instagram and i yeah she does some dance stuff on there yeah. or facebook one or two but yeah she does some dance stuff on there it's like wow yeah and it wasn't dance yeah i started watching again i totally forgot morena bacarin is in it too yes oh uh, yeah that woman oh my goodness <laughs> from when she was in um serenity mm-hmm. and then she's uh deadpool's girlfriend yep R.I.P. Yep, and then she was in uh, V. Yeah, I've watched every single one of them. Yep. I follow her on uh, everything I can. Yeah. But not no, just not not all the characters, but some of the big villains that they touch on in the show are do a really good job of setting up their who they become. Yeah, in the in the DC universe, I do like the, the for, fact that yeah, it except is for a Joker because we don't really know. It's like you never know. But uh, is it really Joker? That's that's what everybody's thing is. But <laughs> he follows so much of the Joker, like, like the personality, the storyline of him cutting off his face. Like it is the Joker through and through, but it's not necessarily the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. the cutting off his face that was on Fifty Two, I think. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then he staples it back on. Yeah. So yeah, that's a totally yeah. different Joker though. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because Joker from Fifty Two, as opposed to. The Gotham Joker that, well, at least how they're following the storylines, that that should have been Dark Knight version. Way, yeah, way later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's just why everybody was confused. Like, wait, he already lost his face, but Batman's not even a thing yet. 
which wasn't that the reason that he lost the face, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, like the origin of Penguin, the um, origin of the Riddler. I really like how they do the Riddler in the show because it's like a split personality kind of thing. Yeah. The one I didn't like was uh, Mr. Freeze. But I don't think anybody's done Mr. Freeze. I don't think anybody's done Freeze to Freeze well. It's it's a weird character. Not even the Dominator. (laughs) Everybody chill out. (laughs) (laughs) He tried, man. But I think those, the the, the 80s Batman series by uh, Tim Burton. Uh, Was that George George Clooney's Batman with uh, Mr. Freeze, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. That era of Batman, it, it, it's very comic booky. <laughs> it is, it you is. know, and it's over the top. It's, yeah. it's far fetched. So, I mean, I love watching him. Yeah, <laughs> and Schwarzenegger was full one dimensional back then. Uh, I got to mm. give him credit; he's a lot better these days as an actor. Back mm. then, he was so one way. Uh, I mean, he, he didn't have any range at all as an actor. Some of the stuff he's done lately is really, really good. Uh, yeah, but the man is like in his 80s and stuff. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I, either he, he had, you'd hope he, he, learned. he got some acting classes or something, but uh, yeah, he did a zombie movie not uh, not too long ago, which was so, so good. I mean, he killed it huh. uh, as an actor in that movie. Uh, and then what else? He did another where he played a, a cop, I think it was. Or an alcoholic, yeah, he was really good in that too. But yeah, he's he's grown as an actor. I gotta give him big credit. But yeah, I don't remember what the name of that that zombie movie he did it with though. But it was really good. Now you know another thing that I have been watching on Netflix, and I gotta give it to Netflix. A lot of their biopics. Um, they had one. Um, it was the guy who was. Um, dang it! I, I totally forgot. Oh man, dude! I don't know. I'm drawing blanks. <laughs> Anyways, he was a, he he went from actor Kubrick, Kubrick's uh, oh. assistant. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw. I think I saw part of that. It, it's really good. Yeah, I like it because yeah. yeah, it it gave you a totally different. Where he was in a bunch of different Kubrick. movies yeah. and yeah. Well, he started as an actor. Yeah, correct. And then he went from an actor to a PA and then from a PA to whatever. At the end of the day, he ended up being his right-hand man, yeah. assistant to everything. Um, and Kubrick, as everybody always, you know, the, the tales go, that he was very um, nitpicky, very, like, oh, uh, man. He was so very uh, strict. In t- yeah, there you go. His strict. way. His, his way. Authoritarian yeah. is probably the best um, word. Yeah, I'm trying to use words yeah. that I can use on the radio. <laughs> Authoritarian. Oh, yeah, authoritarian. authoritarian. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things that when you find somebody that can put up with that and sees past that yeah. and supports it, dude, he was like on it. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, dude, I, I don't care. He was one of those guys that you saw for who he was. And he was, you know, a, I hate to say this, but he was a god in the film industry. And once he saw that, he attached himself to it. And from there on out, you know, he supported him. Yeah, his movies are. Pretty, but all his movies, yeah. <laughs> Kubrick's movies are ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, now, the one thing I would never do is like over 50 takes because I hate doing the same takes over and over and over. <laughs> no more than three. No more than three, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, sometimes I'll let it slide. But anyways, um, but that was one of, that was one of the films that I saw this week. And the other one, because I saw um, Fangoria, again, I, I always go back to Fangoria because they're, yeah. they're my news feed sometimes. Um, they were celebrating Night of the Comet, so I watched that. Oh, that was, is a great movie. 
Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, very With good. a very limited cast. Uh, yeah. The the set design, again, very limited, but it works. Yes. And it's a little corny, a little cheesy, but dude, it's an 80s movie. What do you expect? Big yeah. hair, short skirts, and a lot of uh, gore. So I, mm-hmm. I was loving it. Yeah. You know, I sat there and I watched it with my six cats and <laughs> we had fun, man. The little blonde uh, girl that's in that actually came to uh, Horrific. And who was yeah. here a couple of years at Horrific. Yeah, she's really nice, really sweet. Uh, yeah. Really, it was cool seeing her. They really are. If you ever go to one of those events and, and you meet some of these people that have been doing horror genre films for the longest time, they're like, it's like a little family that keeps moving forward yeah. with it, which we will have access to that uh, come May 3rd, 4th, 5th, I think. Yes. Yeah, because we'll, we will be going to Texas Frightmare. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a special co- uh, podcast out there and we'll do some interviews and you can see it on our YouTube. I'm excited about that stuff, man. I know. Next year we we have man I, I know I spilled the beans, what, but I, I know huh what Jenna Jameson I uh, know. Jenna Jameson oh, that's yeah. what it's yeah. gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who that is, don't but, go but they have yeah, yeah uh, Robert England yeah. shows up. They yeah. had all the big names back. Tim Curry, that's what yeah, I'm excited for. Yeah, Tim Curry's gonna be out there. Oh yeah, I mean these are all guys and gals that we grew up and we kind of idolized or or looked up to, kind of. Then that gives me a segment into who I want to talk to about next, um, who we look up to. Oh, again, God, you don't have to say it, man. It's cool, you know. I know, I know. you look up to me. <laughs> you know, I do. Idol. I look up I'm to you, an, an and only and... only because you're taller than me. That's why I look up to you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm taller than both of you guys. So, <laughs> so we both look up to you. <laughs> you should feel lucky. <laughs> Is that why you have me to work? Boom, because I can. Yeah. I can yeah, reach. Yeah, you, Are you reach. reach. <laughs> you're taller than us. Uh, but no, no, the passing of one of the greatest icons of both film, comic, and everything else. Just I mean, writing in general. Yeah. He really was uh, an awesome spirit. You know, very creative. Um, loved what he did. His, his, his presence in most Comic-Cons was always of excitement, enthusiasm, and just general oneness. Mm-hmm. Because he was. Yeah. Um, and he Mr. was very Stanley, modest. If- yeah, if yeah. it wasn't obvious already, but yeah. Yeah, we are talking about the man, the myth, the legend himself. Which, oh, God. Because I, w- I went to San Diego last year for Comic-Con, and he was not there. And uh, in Hall H and all around the convention center, they uh, at one, one point, they uh, showed a video of Stanley from his couch apologizing to all of us because it's like the first Comic-Con in years that he's yeah, missed. he missed yeah. San Diego. And uh, it's because he's been getting sick, you know. He had the, been, yeah. He's been, been getting losing... sick back and yep. forth throughout the year, and... Yeah. Uh, it was up until I think right after Comic Con that the, that they finally put out and said that he will not be making any more convention appearances because it's too dangerous to his health. Yeah. So. Yeah. He stopped. Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. He stopped going to the ones on anywhere besides the San Diego one, anywhere on the East Coast or anyone actually, even here in San Antonio because he did come here to San Antonio. So two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So two I got to meet ago, him then yeah, too. Was, yeah. Was the last time he came. I have his picture framed up on my wall. Yeah. 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 It was, it was an experience. Yeah. He was really sweet, really nice guy. A lot of energy, man. You could feel it around him. He was very energetic. Uh, like you could tell, he's a mm-hmm. kind soul. He yeah. was just yeah. Which you know, I've heard different things. Where like, oh yeah, if you work with him at a convention, he's just kind of like, he's kind of just kind of rude to people and everything. But you know, you know, 
Yeah, it's like he's I mean, a ninety-year-old man, he's ninety years old, who's going to walk out of convention yeah. center and is pressed constantly. Like, yeah, when he's people, actually in face-to-face with fans, he's like, he's fine. And he you, tries to yeah. do his best. Yeah, but but I mean, again, uh, you could only do so much, yeah, and right. you could only take so much, especially at ninety years old, and you're still doing this, yeah. and you're there for the service of the fans and yeah. fans only. And he's he said you know multiple I mean? times that he loves the fans, he loves the movies, he loves going to see the movies with you know you know surrounded by all these fans because he was a little kid yeah yeah he uh, literally was a little kid inside he yeah. was yeah. in uh in his twitter just recently it was like a couple of days ago uh they actually had uh somebody's still updating his twitter account yeah but they yeah. had a thing where he was i think it was in the last avengers movie and he was sitting there it was just impromptu he was just talking to a couple uh the crew yeah. and just started talking about his fans oh, and yeah. how he was just yeah. sitting there one day at home yeah. just staring at nothing and he started thinking about his fan how blessed he was to yeah. have his fans and that love that bond where you don't even know each other but once you meet yeah. you have that bond with each other automatically uh, so that was really really cool mm-hmm. that they put that on Twitter and it was just yeah I don't think he even knew that he was being recorded it was yeah, just somebody it, recording it but it was very genuine very I very just saw another interview with him where he was talking about um how he hopes that like a hundred years from now people are still saying his name that at the very least they'll call him a good writer but it's like he's changed writing he's changed comic books he changed you know in a way the face of movie history you know because yeah. they're his movies they're his characters that kind of put superhero movies back on the map and, yeah. and you know what's funny is the fact that again we're, we're taking snippets of all of the interviews um he had said it, the, the fact that when he looks at these characters he's like dude I understand that I had a part in making them, but what I'm watching is somebody else's mm-hmm. addition to that character, yeah. bringing it to life, and I appreciate that because I could have never done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he acknowledges the fact that it, it's a group effort, yeah. and it's a continued effort by many, many people to make this yeah, happen. He recognizes that it's the director's vision that made them look a certain way. He recognizes that it's the actors that portray them, them yeah, that take way. them off the page, you yeah. know? Uh, which I mean, you know, back to you know my favorite from the from recent Marvel is uh, Tom Holland as the new Spider Man, and even he said he's like that Tom Holland is exactly how he pictured Spider Man when he was writing him, you yeah. know, in that sense of he's a kid and that kind of energy that he brings to the character. Really smart at yeah, really smart Alec. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, but yeah, no, I was just looking because uh, there's a uh, guy on Instagram I follow uh, he, on his tag is Boss Logic, and he does a lot of um edits for movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. so he did one for stan lee which is literally all his characters from the movies around his oh, coffin. Dude, that's yeah. beautiful yeah. that's cool and it, uh, on his coffin it says excelsior which is uh stan lee's phrase yeah. which actually if you look on netflix and you search excelsior it brings up all the marvel movies that are on netflix really yeah uh, oh dude i'm gonna have to do that now <laughs> but yeah i mean we've we've seen the marvel universe come to life the last 10 years and I think every single movie, except from like one or two, he's had a little small cameo. Yeah, and I think it, even then it just was the, one. It was I the think. early, early ones. Or no, no, it wasn't no, the early ones. No. It was a. Uh, I think it was just one. I think it was Thor. No, one no, of he's Thor. In Thor. Uh, the I think second it, Thor, I think. Was... I think it's uh, the one that people noticed was Deadpool two. And oh it's yeah, because he's not actually in the movie. It's a depiction of him. Depiction, I forget yeah. if it's a bust or uh, like a painting. Yeah, it's a painting or a bust. Um, uh, I thought it was one of the Thors. One one was shot in Australia. He couldn't travel to Australia, so he didn't make the over there. I don't remember. Because I know he's yeah, in the first one. He's in the truck. He's in yeah, the yeah. truck that tries to pull the hammer out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I remember that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's been in all of them. I was just reading too that uh, originally uh, Sam Raimi wasn't actually sure about putting Stanley's cameo in the movie, in the first Spider Man movie. Not really. Yeah, because uh, it had been done before. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't really know. He's like, I've never done something like that it before. It was the 2015 Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Oh. Did not Wait. have Stanley cameo. Oh, was that Fantastic Four 2 then? That he was like it a was doorman. the relaunch. Oh, no, oh, oh, the, the relaunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> no, I, I don't think many people saw it. Um, but yeah, that's. Oh, Raimi I was did it. see it. Yeah, I don't think I remember that. Yeah, because no, yeah, the original Fantastic Four, he was like the doorman or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, Sam Raimi like wasn't sure because he never put a writer in the movie before. He'd never done like a cameo style scene. Yeah. Uh, and they convinced him, and or like it wasn't they convinced him. He was reluctant to do it. Yeah. And uh, he found he he did it, and it became a thing. Like it's he's never stopped. So I think this year will be the final year that we see Stanley in movies. Yeah, because he's confirmed for Captain Marvel. He's confirmed for Avengers. Yeah, he think, did. I don't I mean, think they confirmed. His health was failing. Yeah. He did a bunch of cameos, pre-recorded cameos. Yeah, he, oh, see, that we're going to be put in Avengers. Because there was talk about maybe when when uh, the last Avengers, where every, like half the population disappeared, where he would actually be one of them. Yeah, I'm not sure. But... Oh, dude, that would oh, be so. Oh. Yeah, I would cry, and then never come back. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna admit, but, uh, I would cry like a little girl. That, but that, um, yeah. I think the only one that he's not confirmed for is Spider-Man Two, Far From Home. Oh, okay. Um, but that, yeah. So this will be the last time. These will be some of the last times we see Stanley in film. I think. Oh, uh, Into the Spider Verse that comes out this December. I think oh, he comes out in that yeah. one too, even though it's animated, but. Jeez, uh, he even came out on uh, Teen Titans Go. He did come out on Teen Titans Go, which is not even <laughs> which his is not universe. even his universe. No. <laughs> but uh, he came out in the Marvel Spider-Man game, which was yeah. I thought, a beautiful cameo. It was wonderfully done uh, in terms of like how far video game graphics have come in terms of portraying people. It, it's spot on, and for him to do the voice acting for it and everything like that, it worked great. He was uh, he he not only changed comic books, he changed a lot of the way we look at society. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like all the whole mutant thing. That, yeah. it, conflict between mutants and humans it yeah. was a big analogy between uh the civil rights era yeah. back in the 60s where people had such discrimination mm. against uh i mean even using the, even using the term black panther for your character you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he he had one of the first black superheroes mm-hmm. black panther as as and and power man which mm-hmm. is so he made a well, it wasn't I'm you know it wasn't his decision or, or he I don't think he wrote that one but you know for his character to be Captain America to become an African American too. Oh yeah, like, uh, yeah. It, it changed everything. I mean, and you know even though he we joke always... that he was in Teen Titans Go, it's not his universe. He inspired so many DC writers and artists. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, I mean we all know that DC kind of ripped off a lot of Marvel characters and vice versa. But and, you know yeah, it, I mean it, it's a competition that uh, yeah. it's a healthy competition yeah. between the two. Plus he, was in, plus he was in the army and mm-hmm. uh so when he got out of the army he still supported the war effort yeah. by making yeah. captain america fight the nazis and yeah. red skull and and uh still doing the whole fighting uh during the war so yeah the, uh, the amazing jack kirby yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and i i remember reading something about like how uh before he was discovered and before he got picked up and he started being published and everything he was like almost ready to throw it in like he uh he was like i'll just write one more and if it doesn't work then this isn't for me and sure enough it got picked up and i think it was was it the original it was whatever first comic book he that really came out published for him 
Which it had to have been either Fantastic Four or one or uh, either Fantastic Four or it was uh, one of those. Spider Man. Uh, it, it might have been Spider Man too. Yeah. Um, because I know he did an interview when he was doing the interview with uh, Kevin Smith, another guy that I, I follow religiously. Who? Um, shut up. <laughs> and uh, he was talking about the whole fact that going back to how he depicted his characters, Spider-Man, he mentioned the fact that Spider-Man was covered up. And the reason he did that was more the fact that he wanted the reader to put themselves in that position. Mm-hmm. You know, Spider-Man was faceless, colorless. Yeah. Um, it was just a young team yeah. with yeah. issues, you know, that he had to overcome. Plus the fact that, you know, like you said, with power comes great responsibility. Um, the whole coming of age fact. So with that said in mind, I mean, you're you're talking about, again, layers upon layers upon layers of thought-provoking process that most people don't sit there and be like, oh, dude, that's what Spider-Man is really about. No, dude. It's not just a kid who is going through puberty and has a bunch of powers and gets in trouble. This yeah. is this is a reaching out to society saying, hey, anybody could have these issues. Anybody could overcome them. And it just takes a little bit of love, effort, responsibility, all that good stuff, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I related with Spider-Man a lot, too. Just growing up, you know, being isolated, trying to stay away from everybody, kind of. And it's having all those dumb issues that you constantly have in high school. No. It was just always on the pages of, mm-hmm. of his comic books. So, And I think a lot of most, well, at least most of us that, that kind of grew up in that genre or have grown up the way we have, most of us found, you know, our, our little exit, our little exile in comic books and kind of saved the world, you know, saved, our, saved us from actually doing other dumb things in life and, and getting in trouble. Um, I know when I came here to San Antonio, I was having issues reading English because I was still, you know, in ESL and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. My teacher gave me a copy of um, Ghost Rider, the first volume when um, when they captured Ghost Rider into the prism. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of it. Well, he gave me a copy of that and he had a big box of comic books and he gave me that. And he's like, dude, just learn to read this way. Everybody was trying to teach me all these weird ways of reading whatever and I was like, oh dude, I can't, I can't. It's just, I don't get it. But when I picked up the comic book for the first time and I started trying to read it and eventually read it, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the story. I mm-hmm. fell in love with the drawing and whatnot. And then from there on, I, I, I was in comic books. I was hooked. Yeah. And I kind of learned how to read better. <laughs> I still haven't <laughs> learned how to read I well, can see how that would help though because I, I you have you, the pictures to associate yeah. with whatever's going on. I think you on. read well as a writing. No. <laughs> I love Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider yeah. was one of my favorites too. Ghost Rider was one of those comic books that was so metal at the time. You know, yeah. everybody was so. I mean, literally like, with his one DMC yeah. and all the rap stuff, <laughs> and Ghost Rider was just a metal. You know, with the chains and yeah. the yeah, freaking leather jacket, yeah. spikes all over. And yeah. I related to that so much because uh, I, I just, I didn't really. I liked the all that the rap music, mm-hmm. and I was I mean I break dance and all that stuff, but I really related more to the metal and the metal music, and that was such a metal cattle character mm-hmm. uh, that I I really related to that. Yeah, but I mean again, going back to that Look. comic books, for the most of us, again I'm talking in this is room actually for all of us I think comic books kind of you know molded pushed them. yeah molded us <laughs> and pushed us to who we are so. Again, salute to Stanley and Up in Heaven because I have I have to believe 
that man for who and what he did yeah. for everybody, you know. It, I mean, it should yeah, be up there. Even yeah. uh, Robert Downey Jr., the day of, he posted on uh, Instagram a picture of him with Stanley on set of one of the who knows how many movies they've been on together. Yeah. And uh, he just put, he's like, I owe it all to you. He just put thank you. Because, I mean, yeah, it's true. After, when Robert Downey Jr. came back, it was Iron Man that it's saved right. his career. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It, I mean, it really, it really was. Um, the the one thing that kind of brought him back out of out of anything because remember uh, he was having a really really bad stint mm-hmm. in his yeah. life where he was alcoholic and alcoholic, doing drug abuse, drug abuse yeah. getting in trouble yeah. crashing car all that good married and divorced yeah. married yeah. divorced yeah. Yeah. so yeah, yeah. So I mean, he, yeah he attributes his big things to Iron uh, Robert Danger, it's like to Iron Man and his wife are like the two things that like brought him back yeah. from the brink of see this is a grown man dude a grown <laughs> man who was influenced by him kevin smith dude again i know yeah. i know i shut up <laughs> but uh again he he did the same thing he was on 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 twitter you know pretty much in tears you know telling you know his story about how stanley and his his comics and and everything else kind of saved he, dude i mean his is i yeah. mean his is clear i mean he literally is known as the comic book man so it's yeah like he, he's got to be you know that's it that's his world you know? yeah yeah him and Jim Lee. I mean, heck, yeah. he named his daughter Harley Quinn. He did. Yeah. Which is... Which I envy him about that. Is it Harley Quinn or is it just Harley? Isn't it? It's Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, right? Yeah. Harley Quinn Smith or something? Yeah. yeah. Harley Quinn Smith. Yeah. yeah. My, one of my one of my daughters out of 30. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, only thing, the only thing I allowed was the whole Quinn. So it's Serenity Quinn. Uh, I wasn't that no. cool. Like Kevin cool. Smith, you name her Harley Quinn. Anyways. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on, but no, yes. God bless you, Stanley. Yeah, thank you for everything that you did for us, Stanley, and and we will miss you and miss everything. And he did touch a lot of people, and he did a lot for everybody. Yeah. That was one of the like things I really loved about the Marvel movies too, is having to sit there and try to find that work. Find Stanley. Stanley was. Well, recently yeah. they've been more in your face than they used yeah. to be. But like the Guardians of the Galaxy one was oh, really God, good was with the Overwatchers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like the last, like lately they've just been giving them like whole like little not whole scenes, but like little yeah, they're little cutscenes, little cutscenes, cut and like yeah. and the, he gets like a whole line in it, you know. Like in the Ragnarok, where he's about to court the cut those yeah, hair. He's like, nah, hair. don't move my hand. <laughs> he's like, don't move my hands. Aren't what they used to be. <laughs> that was great. He had the whole get up. Yeah, yeah. He, he's willing to get into those costumes. You know, it's which is great as like a ninety-five-year-old man that he, you know. But that's the kind of guy he was. He was, you know, all out mm-hmm. always. Yeah, and then uh, fan service. Dude. Yeah. yeah, I think Black Panther was the last like really one that made me laugh. Or no, not Black Panther. Uh. No, it was. It was Black Panther, the last one, because uh, they're in the casino. Oh, yeah. And he comes yeah. up, he's like, <laughs> and uh, they leave the, the chips on the table. He's like, yeah. I'm just going to move these over here yeah. and keep them safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. His, his cameos were something else. Because they, they started off small, like in the original yeah. Spider-Man. And it was like one little really scene, pop-up. And... He's a yeah. bus driver in the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> What's wrong? you never seen a spaceship yeah, before? Yeah, you never yeah. seen a spaceship before? Yeah. They, which they, there's that whole theory that like Stanley's an alien in the in the uh, yeah he's an well old, yeah he's uh, when they were talking about him being a part of the Watchers he's, he is yeah, one of the Watchers yeah. uh, which makes it because he's talking to the Watchers in that one in uh was it Guardians two yeah Guardians yeah. two with the uh, spacesuit yeah, yeah he's talking to the Watchers and he just is like talking about like all his stories and everything <laughs> so that one time I was a mailman yeah, yeah. Right, right, <laughs> a Federal Express man or Oh, God. So yeah, it's gonna be different watching new movies and not being able to see him. Yeah, no, yeah, kind of. Yeah, because I remember reading that he did. Uh, there was at one point where because they were 
most movies like now are shot in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. he was just in Atlanta and he shot like three cameos at once and then he was done for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean is about like the extent I think of what he could do, really. Ninety five, dude. Gee, hats off to him, man. That's yeah, I wanna be moving like that when I'm ninety five, you know. I know. You think we'll make it to ninety five? I won't make it to ninety five. <laughs> I got another 10 years left. We're Hispanic, so our life's been a little, a little shorter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when, I, when I saw him at Comic-Con, he was actually walking, man. He yeah, was fucking. He, he is, yeah. He, he never was in a wheelchair or anything. Yeah, he was yeah. fast. He books it. Like, there was a crowd behind him that couldn't even really catch up to him. <laughs> I was like, golly, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. He's still full of energy. I mean, he, when he sat down, he sat down. But yeah, he was, he was up and about, and he was up and about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was an honor to, find, to meet him. That was one of the highlights of of my life for sure there's a couple people I still want to meet in real life but he's I'm super glad I got to meet him so. alright well that's the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we could end it after that man yeah. I mean now everybody's Dude. down I know <laughs> well no I actually, I'm not down I just I'm, I'm like wow it's, it's, a bit, it's bittersweet you know like, you know I mean I'm, I'm glad for him because he had a a fulfilled life you know yeah, what i mean yeah it's sad for us because we don't get his presence anymore yeah. yeah um but again he was in his age to where it's like dude i mean he was he was his health was deteriorating yeah and i mean he did a lot for for his age group and i don't think he could get any better than what he was you know mm-hmm. i mean it's like unless you you yourself do a full feature film at the age of 95 I couldn't see him doing anything more grandiose than what he had already done, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Which, I wish I could be, that, that's or, or at least. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did this whole picture where it's just Stanley walking through the gates of heaven. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. You can't is that see Archangel it. there? Yeah, you can't, that? yeah, you can't see it. It's a, Yeah, it's an angel, and he says, uh, is this another cameo? He's like, this is a full feature. <laughs> oh. He's the gates open. That's yeah, super cool. Yeah. Uh, See, but again, I mean, no, you know, I wish I could. You know. Oh, I, yeah. I think it might have been. Yeah, I think it might have been yeah. actually. You know, I, War, I would hope uh, that yeah, some yeah. of us would make it to do some, at least the level of his, you know, his, his, yeah. his stuff. I, for, I forget who it was that said like there will there will never be another Stanley, but we no. can we no. can, uh, can try to get to that same level of just changing There's something. Only one. Yeah. There's only one Stanley. There's only one Stanley, but. You know, we can all try to get to that same level of changing something. Yeah. Well, we are. We're doing this podcast and we're changing that. <laughs> yeah. It is McFarlane. But yeah. No. That's about the. Yeah. I mean, Steve Didko just passed away too. What is it? Uh, early August? Steve Didko, the original uh, artist for Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Actually, he was a co creator of a couple of things too. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, that's what he's. Yeah, he was the co creator for like Doctor Strange and a bunch of other things. But the big one is. That everybody remembers him for was uh, doing the original artwork for Spider Man. Oh, I love Doctor Strange. Yeah, that was man when they made the movie. I was very surprised with that, but I really enjoyed Doctor Strange, and I was young too. That was yeah. another character I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. I hope they do, and because there's been talks about it before, uh, doing a biopic of Stanley. Uh, They've already done a couple uh, documentary kind of things, but have uh, they? Yeah. Really seen it's not on. Where they actually show some of his like previous life and mm. uh, when he joined the war and. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, he's just done so much, and he's seen so much, you know, change, you know. Yeah. Ninety-five. He's affected a lot of the change. <laughs> he, 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 has, born he, has, in, <laughs> he was born in what nineteen twenty-two or something. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty close actually. He was 
More, yeah, December 28th, 1922. 1922. That's okay, November 12th, 2018. The Great Depression. Yeah. I mean... He was I, born in Manhattan, so he... Yeah. Which, you know, why most of his comics take place in New York. Correct. But, yeah. He was a New York guy. Which, I mean, even to the, you know... Until now, I've been traveling the world and everything. He mm-hmm. sounded like a hard New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. His accent never left him. Because he never left New York either. So. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. None of us were glimmer in our daddy's eyes. No, man. I mean, what? <laughs> slavery in a nineteen eight, uh, fifteen, nineteen eighteen was slavery abolished. I mean, we didn't even have a tax system to nineteen fifteen. Uh, so yeah that's crazy all the stuff you've seen mm-hmm. from a young child you're, you're throwing up dates dude I, uh, I was not good at history <laughs> <laughs> another one that's failing history <laughs> I, I did my I did my <clears throat> I did my uh, political I, studies I think he's just showing off because he's graduating in December <laughs> so no. we're gonna lose another one yeah come December dang it dang wow man. dude <laughs> it's just gonna be me now I'll go back to school <laughs> I started school I'll, I actually take it two semesters off and I'll start again in, in August so I'll come back with him <laughs> no I'm not coming back here no yeah, I'll, I'll start until a master's somewhere else master's until March master <laughs> of the yeah. universe of the universe <laughs> Capricot my, that Radio yeah Capricot that <laughs> master of my own domain anybody who watches yeah. anybody who watches Seinfeld <laughs> master of my other name so good show let's move on I love Stanfield <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about film fan films and uh, whatnot. fan films there's a lot of did you have one of mine huh did you have one of mine I've always wanted no, not really have you, have you ever made a fan film I've no. always wanted to should we a short, we should we should a short fan film well, we make it well, I mean my, my type of nerd is very different from y'all's type of nerd yeah. so well, I don't know, because, I mean... Well, you're a Star Wars nerd. I'm, I mean, I'm a Star Wars nerd, but in terms of, like, past that, my type of nerd is very different from your type of nerd. Well, I did grow up with comic books, so... Yeah, yeah. Which is actually kind of opposite for me. I got into comic books. I grew up reading Percy Jackson and everything else. Uh, man, we old, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got into comic books. I went backwards. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's, see. A, there's a couple old books that I read when I was younger, which I was like, man, I should we should make a movie about that. God, if I had the budget, yeah, I would do yeah. a Bruce Jackson movie properly. Were you really? Yeah. You yeah. didn't like the movies? They were good. I, I enjoyed them. Oh, what, Jack, Percy Jackson. Pistin, yeah. Oh God, I don't, I, I don't talk about those movies. <laughs> they're, uh, they're dead to me. So, what do you think of the Harry Potter ones? The Harry Potter ones. Uh, we'll see. That was, that's another thing. I saw the movies. Obviously, because I was, you know, I was really young when they first started yeah. coming out. So I saw the movies before I read the books. I read the books. And once I read the books, I had a whole new appreciation for the actual um, franchise. But I still like the movies. Yeah. And they didn't take away from yeah. Lord of the Rings? Uh, Lord of the Rings, I never books. got into it. Yeah. Books really? Oh, the books were good, man. Yeah. Books were way better I mean, they're thick, like... But most books 1, are better. 1,000 page books. <laughs> they're yeah. huge. But, but those yeah. movies are also, like... Yeah, the movies are like, really good. Hours long. Yeah. Um, but again, I think I think with uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, Harry Potter, they try to stay as close to the books yeah. as possible. Percy Jackson, they did not. <laughs> as opposed to most of yeah, most other books, they kind of oh, it's adapted from, like Shining and uh, Cujo and all yeah. that. They're, they're all adapted from the books, right. but they're not, you know, as book 
I want to say historical, but it's not um, but as book uh, relevant as it can be. Kind of almost like um, the one with about the dragons, man. HBO, uh, oh, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Game of Thrones deviated Amazing, a little no. bit, but it's still <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. Apparently, he's struggling writing that last book. Really, like, he just can't get it out. Oh. I want to the... see. <laughs> <laughs> the movies are good, though. The, I mean, shush, the TV David, show. Shush. The TV shows are amazing, though. Yeah. We've given you a platform and it's dangerous. <laughs> I know, right? It's like nobody can tell me no. What I've always I mean, wanted... I'm, I'm still surprised. This is our fourth episode and we haven't been told anything yet. I know. Nobody's, said, nobody has nobody's watching. It. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. <laughs> nobody's listening. There, there you go. Our five oogie boogie uh, listeners are all in the same uh, <laughs> hospice and they have no way of changing the channel. Because yeah. I always go there. That's why I'm a little bit late sometimes because I go there first. I changed the channel, you know, and I, I put it over broadcast and then I hide the, the dang laptop. <laughs> yeah, so I can't find it. Yeah, so the orderly can't find it and change it on, on me. So all five people have to listen. Interesting. There's, a whole, there's like a 20-minute, 23-minute short of Severus Snape and the Marauders, which is... Yes, I've uh, seen that one. Yeah. Is it, I haven't is seen it, it. it. It's actually good. Um, there's another one with um, Sonic, Dumbledore and uh, his brother. Oh, how they they uh, got into the fight and they killed their sister. That one's actually really good. Um, all of those are good for Harry uh, Potter. Deadpool. Mm. Have you seen the uh, the Deadpool musicals? No. The first one that came out uh, was um, they did it to the tune of Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Oh my yeah, god! And it's, it's him good. basically just killing everybody in a bar because yeah. they're all out to get him. That's really good. <laughs> I know uh, the Soska sisters did a. A parody of Deadpool, but I think it's the kind of uh, movie that we can't really talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, I know you talking about. Yeah, you know, Freddy versus Ghostbusters. There's a lot of these that uh, FNAF. I know there's a couple yeah. FNAF uh, movies, which I am waiting for the actual movie movie to come out. Oh, that's right, they are doing a movie uh-huh. uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights, yeah. So what? So what movie? What book would you make a movie out of? You could. <sighs> Percy Jackson. <laughs> Percy Jackson. Uh, no, but no, no, yeah. For me, that those movies shaped who I am. Uh, those books shaped who I am because I started reading them when I was probably about fourth, fifth grade. Because uh, uh, that was only like three years ago. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> I was twenty. Uh, no, I was. I was in my thirties. Because right? <laughs> I was still a little bit behind Actually, when those books came 30s. out. Those books came. Uh, I was still like a couple years behind those movies. Those books coming out. Yeah. Um, so I had all five of the original books at my disposal ready to read yeah. by the time I picked them up. And uh, they kind of shaped my like sense of sarcasm, and they are one of the big reasons I started writing. Mm-hmm. So even to this day, even though they're easy reads, they're like elementary, middle school level reading, and I the new one comes out and I still pick it up because I'm like, I feel like I owe it to Rick Rodan to keep reading his books yeah. whenever he comes out with a new one. Or is it because you can't get past that level of reading? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I'm not dissing you. I'm just with you, and I, I could, I'm, 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 you know, relating to you right now. You know, no, no, yeah. Sometimes they, yeah, they are kind of hard to read. But, <laughs> uh, no, but like you, uh, having read the original books and seeing them now, like they even they've grown. Like he threw in like a because people have questioned the fact that you know he's not totally inclusive originally. So like you know he did bring in like. Uh, an LGBT character. Oh my goodness! I know it's your here. We go. It, it, no, it does not play a big thing in the plot at all, which I know that you hate. It does. It's not like a plot point. It doesn't make anything like that. It's just a character trait. 
uh, to show that, oh yeah, these people are demigods too. Yeah. Um, oh it happens too. You know what? It's one line. Leave it alone. No, you know, you know, I'm I'm gonna start the movement. And if anybody, if anybody out there in in our world of listeners that we have, I'm gonna start a movement. And this is the movement for every every movie, every TV show, whatever that has or makes it a point to have an LGBTQ XYZ character and a black character. If they don't include a Mexican <laughs> and an Asian, because most those two are greatly forgotten about. Oh, yeah. But if you cannot include a Mexican and an Asian, I am going to sue <laughs> that company because they're not equally Inclusive, representing yeah. everybody. Asians so I'm coming to get you. Because unless it's a, a kung fu movie, uh, it's <laughs> no. I want a Mexican in a kung fu movie. God <laughs> Uh, also, oh, there was if, a... if you're looking for a Mexican martial arts training, I am available for hire. No, there was a movie. <laughs> but I'm being serious, dude. Come on. If you want to be Who inclusive, <laughs> I want a Mexican and a damn Asian person represented in everything we do from just, here on out. I saw a movie several years ago. If not, I'm Kung coming Fu, to get you. Uh, uh, his, a Mexican or Hispanic Kung Fu movie. And it was great. Like, they even pulled out the chancla and everything. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, it was so... Was it, nunchak- was it nunchaklas? Was it- <laughs> nunchaklas. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the movie, though. It was really, really good. It was uh, in the style of... Uh, what's it, that guy's name that did... Uh, uh, John Woo. Not John Woo. Um, that, that funny... Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. <laughs> the one where the lady has all the rollers and she's like runs super fast after that guy with the Kung Fu Hustle Kung Fu Hustle yeah okay. in the style of Kung Fu Hustle I was like I was gonna look it up sorry. but you're not giving me much to look up sorry yeah, in the style that... of Kung Fu Hustle yeah you yeah, said yeah. The, the girl yeah. with the hair and the rollers I'm like oh that could only be Kung Fu Hustle I was like yeah. but with my head I was like Medea. if you haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle watch Kung Fu Hustle it's hilarious no, but those, you... those movies with those guys are like uh, Shaolin Soccer yeah dude I love that movie. So good. Shaolin so good. Sorry, it was really, really good. Yeah, so good. I thought it was funny as hell. Yes, it's And great. I like that kind of genre of slapstick comedy, in a way. But you, but you did bring up a good question, though, is, uh, which would, was, um, if we could make a fan film, what would we do? Oh, if you, if from a book is what I Oh, well, yeah. I, but I mean, in general, though, like. Uh, uh, fan film? I don't know. If from a book, I would, I would love to do the Mything Link uh, series from uh, Robert Asprin. There's this series of books no, called what? What you say? Mything, Mything Link. Mything? Yeah, it's Mything. Myth-ing. Okay. Oh, I thought you, you were like, <laughs> I thought you were saying like, this. No, no, I was no. like, ooh, did we finally get him? But, uh, <laughs> his weakness is but, Mything. Uh, <laughs> there's an author called Robert Asprin, and he has a whole series of books. They're really good. What was his good. name again? Robert Asprin. Oh. <laughs> but uh, he has a whole series of books where this young magician, uh, uh, he just finds out he has powers, and then he ends up, uh, running into a demon then he has a pet dragon and it goes goes so it's really pretty crazy and interesting but uh fan film i don't know fan film is kind of hard mm-hmm. because i really like the original stuff uh, yeah. I, i'm a big big fan of wolverine but i can never do him justice yeah you know uh i think after that last one that he did i was i was sufficed Logan, I, I could, yeah, I Logan. could be, I could be satisfied with like not seeing Wolverine on the big screen again because it was just a good ending to his yeah. character. The only way, I would, the only thing I would go back in is probably see where he was uh, part of the X uh, experiments mm. uh, with X Force done, done uh, properly, or? done with the Alpha Flight. Alpha mm. Flight, yeah. yeah. I, I think the series. only, I, th- I think even Hugh Jackman said the only reason he'd come back would be to do an Avengers crossover. 
Which would be awesome. Which would be pretty It would be awesome. awesome. I would just like to see him fight Hulk. Oh, God. So, yeah, if they could do the Hulk Wolverine yeah. fight, you know, the 181. Yeah. Wolverine in half. Well, for me, actually, this would be kind of a cool. Uh, it would be a fun fan film, but it, it it's, again, budget that we don't have, which would be the uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Uh, oh, story yeah. Mm. Where he goes through and just kills everyone. Everybody. Uh, even is Wolverine, that, who was thought unkillable. <laughs> is that the one I was talking about? Which Eight? one? What are you looking at? The last, second to last Deadpool one. This one? Yeah. The one I, remember we told you about the Soska sisters that are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I really liked uh, that uh, whole uh, no, uh, Logan uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a seri- it was it a series or a movie that you're talking Cause about? Because aren't it's they doing movie. a uh, X, X-23 movie? Yeah. Right? I think that's next, yeah. Are they? Yeah. I mean, I know there was talk about it when the movie first came out. I just haven't heard anything about it yet, or again since then. Yeah, because she's really good too. She was she was good in that movie. She was really good in that movie. I, I loved it when she just started yelling in Spanish. You know? <laughs> really, <laughs> and then I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That's she's a really talented actress. Really, and she killed it. She did, literally, like multiple times. <laughs> multiple yeah. times. Very Hands, brutally. feet. <laughs> yeah. I think I was she, glad they yeah. did that. They 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 didn't. Like focus on it a whole ton, but yeah. they did show that she does have the clock coming out of her yeah, feet. No, yeah, but when she had her berserker style, mm. when she went berserker, like Wolverine would have done normally. Yeah, I think that was a really, really good taste. Cause... I think he tried to go berserker a little bit, but I mean, he just wasn't able to. Oh, you mean true berserker mode of Wolverine? yeah, true berserker yeah. mode. Yeah, when he went. I think the only feral. time, yeah, the only time he did that was very, very end. But I don't think he. At, we saw that at in, that um... point. He was like, it was that. That was it. Oh, that was, was it? the end. X Men. Yeah. Um... Which is the one that he comes out? Which uh, the first, the first, like not X Men First Class, but that same cast, uh, X Men Apocalypse. Oh, uh, maybe. Or what's the what's the other one that came out? There's X Men First Class, X Men Apocalypse, oh. and X Men. Oh, Phoenix is coming out too. Soon. I, Phoenix yeah. is coming out, but I don't yeah, think they're using the term uh, X Men, the phrase X Men in the title. It's just Dark Phoenix. It's Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, that that X Men franchise is kind of. Eh. Yeah, um, I liked it, but yeah. Oh, just because D- I was, Days of Future Past. I think that's what Days of Future uh, Past. Yeah, yeah, that's when they go good. back. Yeah, that's when they go back. Yeah. X Men Apocalypse. It was one of those with the the younger cast of the X Men. Yeah, and they run into uh, Wolverine, and he's in the. It's like the comics when mm-hmm. he they first find him and he's got the whole headpiece. Like, oh, that's yeah. uh when he was Weapon X. Weapon yeah, when X, he was yeah. Weapon X. Yeah, uh, and he comes out and he's just full, like yeah, it's, it was awesome because it's just. That was, was that, that, that was not. That was not Days of Future Past. No, Days of Future a... Past. He was a, he was a mountain man. Yeah, um, he... dang it. It had to have been like the first one. Was it first? Yeah, class? I like the Weapon X a lot too. That whole they they can do so much with that Weapon X thing. Yeah, because uh, he was he was a beast, literally. He was literally. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out which. Because I know it comes out right. Like he comes out in. One of the movies, doesn't he? Which one? No, it wasn't first class because it had no. to. I mean, he only does a. I think that was just a cameo, though, right? It's yeah, it's a little cameo. Yeah. And uh, but it's not first class because that's when they try to recruit him. So that means it's so he's the only Dark other one Phoenix at huh? all. Is he in Dark Phoenix at all? I I don't know. No. Hugh Jackman. He, uh, I mean, he'd still be alive. Yeah, he'd be. I yeah, mean, he would be alive because he he's been around there since the beginning. He yeah. he comes Jean Grey. Uh, several times yeah. throughout the comic book series where he she's but, then, but I think they can't they can't yourself. put him in then because um 
it would mess with their timeline again because in the original X Men they meet for the first time. Oh yeah. So it would make sense for him to be in there with Young Jean Grey. So it's kind of weird. Because yeah, they they had to fix that. He, he can't interact with the young X Men because he he's never met them yet. Yeah. As of because they did that whole crossover with Days of Future Past, sort of. Right. Yeah. I barely remember that movie. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> it's hard to translate comic books to, to movies sometimes. Well, because well, no, not only that, but it's different timelines. Yeah, they they, exactly. Around, uh, That's because they messed up the timeline. Because they they messed it up twice. Once when they went back and did First Class, and they kind of had to fix it with Days of Future Past. Yeah. Which they had that whole scene with. Yeah, uh, but I think Days of Future Past was meant to restart. Yeah, it was meant to re- and, and wipe yeah, clean. Yeah, because which know, the, then they the never X-Wo. touch on it again because yeah. <laughs> uh, then it goes into Logan and everybody's dead by then. Um, he looks so but uh, no, they have the whole scene with uh, yeah Patrick Stewart and uh, James McAvoy coming face to face as the two generations of Professor X, and then. Yeah, so they kind of go back and fix everything, but in X Men Origins, they show an old Patrick Stewart walking. Yeah, that's when they messed it up. But I think they kind of got rid of X Men Origins <laughs> in terms of the timeline, and they're like, "No, we don't." <laughs> that movie never happened. So, right. before we get out of this, I know this is because I I kind of passed through this yesterday, but apparently Mark Ruffalo was actually fired from Avengers. Okay, so. They they posted Mark Ruffalo posted something and then the Rooster Brothers tweeted back saying you're fired and then they came back with this saying oh no it wasn't a joke he's fired <laughs> so that's crazy news I kind of just saw that in passing today and I was like yeah I, I, I didn't I didn't look too much into it because I wasn't sure but to be continued to be continued <laughs> all right well the question of the day was which book or what fan film. We would do. We would never really answer that. Either way, um, we touched upon something, you know, that we, we wanted to, which was Stanley. That was the biggest thing. Uh, again, thank you, Fangoria, for coming back Woo-hoo. in full effect. Um, also, thank the guys from uh, Womp Stomp, I think. Womp Stomp? Yeah. Yep. Womp Stomp. Womp Stomp Films uh, for doing Never Hike Alone. Again, if you are following us and you would like for us to take a look at your film, or you have a film out there that you need support, let us know. Drop a line on Twitter or any of our other um, outlets. Social uh, media. Social media outlets that we have. Uh, we are part of Sign Flight Media, so you can hit us up through there too. Um, what else? If you're here at or in San Antonio tonight, uh, not tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm sorry, tomorrow, tomorrow Saturday, uh, drop by the university for Light the Way. Uh, one of the biggest events that we have here at the university. It's beautiful. It's it's awesome. Family friendly. Family friendly. Also in San Antonio tomorrow, which I'll be at, is the Tejano Music Awards. So if you love, love Tejano music, which if you're in San Antonio, you should, because that's part of you growing up here. Like every other station is Tejano. Um, what else? May or may not be here next week. May or may not be here next week because of the holidays. Oh, if we're yeah. not, have a happy Thanksgiving. Nice. Enjoy your family, friends, and everything else. Stay be safe thankful. On Black Friday. Yeah, oh, be yeah. thankful for what you got, and we'll see you on Black Friday. If not, you know, we'll knock people over trying to buy <laughs> some old DVDs or Blu-rays that are on sale that day because they have a lot of great sales uh, that day. Do Cyber uh, Monday instead. Cyber Monday. You can just order it online. You know, so. I 
The first Damn. time I, I took, I heard that that phrase Cyber Monday, I took it completely different. <laughs> Terminator. No, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. he went a totally different way. <laughs> I went a totally different route for Cyber Monday. So yeah, non-family friendly way. Yeah, non-family. <laughs> I had to delete my whole uh, browser history after <laughs> that because they told me like, dude, that's not what it's Cyber so Monday smart. is about. I'm like, oh my bad. Oh, anyways, you are listening to us here on KUIW.org. Um, follow them at Facebook, KUIW.org, Twitter at KUIW, Instagram, KUIW Radio. Uh, their YouTube channel is KUIW The Universe. Um, their legal ID is KUIW Cardinal Radio here in San Antonio, Texas. And ours is Film Noobs. Our Twitter handle is Film Noobs also. And you can find us on iTunes. Uh, Google Play and Podbean. Podbean. Anything else? No. And that's that's our show for this week. Film See you around. Peace. Peace.